0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is, wherever you're watching. Welcome to Bridging the Gap more episode number 38.
1: 38, I mean, brother. Seemed like just yesterday. Okay, here we go. Give me a famous basketball player, uh-huh, that won't 38. Uh-huh. I got him this time. 38. Now, that's a tough one, brother.
0: Did Shaq wear 38?
1: I'm not sure. At some point, you know you had about six numbers, man. Yeah, but that's a tough one. But anyway, keep rolling, man. Who who you
0: got? I ain't got nobody, man. There it is, a tough
1: number. (laughs) That's a tough number. Okay. We're about to find out, though, folks. So hang in there. Say I got it.
0: Yeah, speaking of basketball, man. Oh,
1: no, no, no. I know what you're going to say. Come on, go ahead. What's I I going to say? I'm going to say (laughs) Duke Blue Devils should be national championships. If they don't, they choke. Based on one game. And Carolina should not play them this year. They need to find a rule for Carolina not to nah, play nah, them. I mean, we're, we're
0: gonna definitely play them. Nah. I was just talking about how the Warriors good, the Warriors look
1: right oh, now. Oh man, yeah. I was amazed. I did not I hadn't looked at their team until I heard Stephen A talk about it. And just the players they have having about. Steph may have his best year ever. Go figure that one, man. They
0: still don't have Clay,
1: Whiteside. The white side's the big center, right? Yeah. Okay, and Clay's gonna be back this month sometime, I believe.
0: Yeah, I believe so.
1: He's eighty percent ahead.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And Wiggins is sort of starting to wake up, as Stephen A. said. Now, not me, but Stephen A. said he's waking up. So they're
0: gonna be a force to be waking. And they're playing with. some
1: defense too. Yeah. Even understand Steph's playing a little defense, so yeah. you know something special's happening. <laughs> All
0: right. So one, one player who did was number thirty-eight, <laughs> Kwame Brown. The Detroit Pistons. Oh man,
1: Kwame <laughs> Brown. He was a number one draft choice back in the day and did nothing.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's doing a lot on YouTube right now, though. <laughs> oh man,
1: okay. Well, YouTube, basketball, all right. Gotta yeah. find your forte.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, what are we talking about today? <laughs>
1: we talked about intellectual properties. Intellectual properties, of course. Now, this is something that me as a boomer, this stuff is brand new to us, but when I think about intellectual properties, it's really something that's birthed from an idea. It's, okay. it's your, you know, we talked about money being an idea. If you don't have money, you don't have ideas. But your generation has taken intellectual properties to another degree. You know, it used to be a time that intellectual properties were like a poem or a movie or a play or something along that line. But I mean, you guys have gone wow with it. And I love it. And, you know, and the great thing about it is it's intangible and the real value of it you can't touch. Got it. And let me just tell you one. And I'm gonna pass the time to you. Yes, sir. Uh, I was surprised. You know, years ago I got a domain name called Solutions for You. Mm-hmm. Might have paid a grand for it years ago. Well, lo and behold, now somebody wants to buy it for five thousand dollars. See to me, now remember, I've never used it. I hadn't branded. I hadn't built it up. Just Solutions for You. That's an example of an intellectual property that I'm gonna basically get five grand for that. And I know when um, the Internet first came out, a lot of smart young people got people's names, whether it be a Michael Jordan, whether it be a Shaquille (laughs) O'Neal. Of course, they didn't know about Barack Obama Obama Obama. then. But the point is, and they made a lot of money. That's all part of intellectual properties, you know. Yes, sir. So, again, so I guess to you. You know, back in my day, online courses are still fairly new. Why are co- online courses so powerful and, and why would you even call that an intellectual property?
0: It's like a – um. the reason why it's so powerful is mm-hmm. it's almost like a mentor on steroids. Okay. Like I, I get – you to mentor me, but I can consume all uh, all of the subject matter at my own pace. Okay, on demand type deal. Yeah, so okay. if I wanted to – Netflix almost. If okay. I wanted to dive in and go through the entire course in a day, I could. Yeah. By
1: the way, have you watched that program yet? I have not. But you're getting slack. I'm but not I think...
0: getting slacked, man. Yeah. You've just I,
1: been busy, I yes. guess. <laughs> it was uh, – we got the guy's name now.
0: Colin Kaepernick. Uh, yeah,
1: man. Great, great six episodes. You got to watch it. Be
0: yeah. Gone. But no, Um. I get, um, I get to – pick the brain of someone who is an expert at a field or subject matter that I'm interested in. I got you. um, It's recorded so I can go back and watch it as many times as I need to. I got you. So it's almost like, you know, having a mentor recording that mentor Mm -hmm. and being able to access that mentor anytime. Cause normally when you buy online course, there's some kind of support group, whether that's a Facebook group chat, whatever that you can go back to and um, see people who have joined already and are having success Mm-hmm. And then the people who just join with you and what they're doing. OK, uh, so that kind of looks subgroups and things that involved in it as well. In um, a way, it's intellectual property is because I'm selling my expertise. True. True. In a particular area of field, um, regardless of what it is. I've seen people do classes on sewing, uh, That's amazing. you know, courses on how to create courses, real estate, yeah. uh, you name it. There's probably a course involved.
1: But you know, the thing that's very surprising to me is in light of YouTube, YouTube's just expanding and exploring, uh, growing. So why why are people willing to pay for a course where basically anything you wanna know is right
0: online? So on YouTube I gotta search it.
1: Okay. I gotta vet
0: the person, sort of.
1: Okay, yeah. I gotta
0: make sure the content is, you know, what I what I'm looking I for. Gotcha. Whereas opposed to if I can go to the, the, the known expert in such area and they have a course available. I can buy and consume it all right there. Makes and sense. I guarantee you what they put in, in that course is not on YouTube, I got at you. least from them. Maybe. Now, that may be some unknown person buried deep in the archives who is, has the same information as, and mm-hmm. got it for free. But I got to find that. And that's going to take time. I got you. So what I'm paying for really is the information now mm-hmm. and, and for you to shorten the time frame for me to get what you got.
1: I got you. And you said a very key word. A couple of thoughts run through my mind on the online courses of intellectual property. Everybody has something. And I tell people, find that thing that makes you come alive. Find that passion. Find that thing that you may not even like, but you've done it for maybe 30 years, 25 years, and you are good at it. All that can go into a course because the average person between the books they've read the seminars they've attended, the knowledge they've gotten, they probably have at least 100 pages of potential notes. And just simply taking those notes and put into a course that could be very profitable for anybody out there today.
0: Anybody. Yeah, I've seen some crazy courses, man. So you you can definitely <laughs> create a course. That would be I don't care if it's in writing, proofreading, mm-hmm. how to do voiceovers. Yeah. Uh, you name it. It's there's a, a market for it.
1: Yeah, You know, also, uh, one of our partners here, his sister and brother-in-law, are real good on finding scholarships. Now, mm-hmm. I've never really looked. But to me, that seemed like that would be an awesome course. Sure, it may have to be updated annually to some degree. Yeah. But if you drop $500 to help me find $50,000, man, where do I sign up for that?
0: Yeah. All That's day long. All, All day right. long. All
1: right. How about this one? Intellectual property. Slogans and phrases. I'm just amazed. Okay, I go back to your boy, Pat Riley. Mm-hmm. He, he remember he coined a phrase and it was called see how you basketball guy come on back with Shaq and Kobe I, I'll give you a clue it ties back into the father son and Holy Ghost do Drew, you remember nah man three peat he coined three peat yeah, three peat was coined by Pat Riley back in the day when they three peated now I'm not sure how he's compensated for it but that's his word and how I remember that I don't know gotcha but people are actually uh trademarking slogans and phrases. And they're getting paid
0: for it. Now, you see celebrities do that a lot. But mm-hmm. um these days, this man, I mean, the lingo, the language oh, man, changes man. so does? much. Like, you know, like capping is probably not even popular no more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when was it popular? What does that mean? <laughs> okay. Capping, lying. He capping. I don't know. Is it? It's very popular. Okay, it's still popular. Oh, it, it came back around. That's like, that was the word, maybe... A year ago. Yeah, right. Man, so, you getting old, man. No, you're like getting right old. Now, I'm about
1: to five minutes. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> <You're
0: getting old. laughs> right now, something people getting tired of is like so let's say if you see a video of, like you come in with some Jordans on, they'd be like, Oh, it's the Jordans for me. Like they they point out something very particular that they like about a video or a situation uh-huh, and say, it's, okay. it's the blank for me. Like they are wearing that out. But that next year, nobody's gonna be saying that. But so I don't I don't know if millennials okay. are Trademarking terms. I it's, it's so much as social media is making stuff popular. I got gotcha. you. So, and, and again, it's just right now. So like one of my favorite artists, Drake, okay. A lot of his rap and songs. He put out people literally go to it just for captions, like okay. just for punchlines to put for stuff to post on social media, like literally. So mm-hmm. it's, I don't even know if they even had a mindset to think about, coining a phrase or trademarking it to make money I got you. as much as they're looking to get a catchy phrase to get likes.
1: Yeah, yeah. And see, which
0: can lead to yeah, that's money what I'm saying. Yeah. See, because and, it can grow a following. Yeah,
1: and to me, that becomes a new intellectual property because you, oh, have, that, hey, you have that uh, phrase, et cetera. And you're right with that following. So that's something, again, in my generation, it's like, wow, you really can do it. But you make a very good point there.
0: Yeah. And another thing that's intellectual property now is your following. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Be, because being a Instagram influencer or having a following on YouTube can, that, is, that is very so true, beneficial that monetarily. Is so true. I like that. Um, it, now, it takes work because you got to put out content. And but I mean, the more people you follow, just think about it, if you were able to grow your following. Like I know a lady right now, I see her almost every day. She has a thirty one dollar um bundle that she sells for a business credit, and I'm pretty sure I bought it, or at least I bought somebody's business credit <laughs> bundle. So I haven't purchased hers, but I mean she's selling the business credit funnel for thirty-one dollars now. She put out receipts, so one of her receipts is one of her students got a hundred thousand dollar line of credit. Why wouldn't I pay thirty-one dollars to see you, what man. in the world I did she you. do to get a hundred grand? That's true. You know, I'm sure it takes some work and probably a high credit score, but man, that's that's worth 31 bucks. But she got 250,000 followers. I love it. So every time it. she posts, you know, 100,000 people by a $31 bundle, she's making money. See,
1: And that's the thing you have to keep in mind. You know, a book I enjoy reading talks about despise not the day of small beginning. Like you say, if you can build that following and, and let's say you get 100,000 people. And every month you come out with something that's just 20 bucks. If 10,000 of them buy that, 10,000 of them, I think that's what, 200,000 bucks? Every month. 200,000 bucks. And, you know, and who thinks a lot about spending $20? And, and, and again, so any general thoughts, and I know it's sort of a sidebar here, but any general thoughts on how, what are people doing to really build massive following, some general things?
0: Man, people just putting out content. That's, that's the it, thing, okay. like, you got to be, for lack of a better term, about that life. Like, okay. You, if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it. You I can't you. you can't go half stepping like um it's guys out there that do a lot of things I do in real estate, but they're constantly putting out content. I'm with you. Videos, stories, posts, okay. recaps, showing receipts of what they're doing. And that's the biggest thing. Just I mean, she can she can command that following because she got results. I love it. You know, she's done over a million dollars herself in business credit and her gotten her students close to like fifty million, if I'm not mistaken. That's awesome. So with those kind of receipts, it, 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 it demands respect. Mm-hmm. So if, if you got something that's $31, just based on your track record, I'm going to follow you. But that's good she had to build that track record. I got you. In order to build it, you got to be consistent. Okay. You got to be consistent.
1: And that's what we often talk about. You know, there, there was a book years ago I read. Matter of fact, 20 years ago when Joy V was born, I was reading the book, Robert Kiyosaki. And it said, retire young to retire rich. And the premise of the book was simply this. When you're young, when you're in your 30s or earlier now, find a way to get out of the rat race because now you have time to become wealthy. You have time to work on your life instead of paying bills. You know, you, you have some residual money coming in that's taking care of the mortgage, the car note, the daycare, etc. So now you can spend your days, your nights dreaming, thinking, planning and creating assets. And again, I love that book, Retire Young, Retire Rich. And that's what it's all about. I like that.
0: Agreed. agree. And again, that's what some people's gold is, man. Because, I mean, the more people you got, the more the more of a following, the more product you can sell. That's true. Uh, you know, we were just talking about a gentleman who he's doing videos for. He has a course. Yeah. Uh, he has a coaching program. The more people that follow him, the more results he gets for his students, the more that's people right. he's going to buy. That's it. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely… Uh, profitable, but you you gotta be about that life. <laughs>
1: you, so, bottom line, folks, intellectual property—some awesome things. As we're beginning to wrap up, count. You know, we t- we could talk about music, we could talk about films, we could talk about software,
0: voiceovers. So Voice-over,
1: yeah, that's a, ebooks. You know, all, all that stuff there. So it's just those are the kind of things that people have to start thinking. And the more and more I think about it, money really is nothing but an idea. Mm-hmm. These people ideas, man, it's just wild. And, and going back now, about a month ago. I uh, go back to Facebook. Yep. Facebook, their la- I'm sorry, Meta, uh, now, but uh, they they did third, second quarter. His net profit was like nine billion dollars for a quarter. Quarter, and I think he brought in about three hundred billion, and a third of that fell to the bottom line in profits. That was just simply somebody's idea one day. I think he went to Harvard. It was. Dropped out of school, whatever it might have been. An idea that people said would not work, but it did.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, everything we're consuming right now is an idea. It is. Uh, you know, Tesla Yeah. idea. Yeah. You know, I mean, so, yeah, I, I, I agree 100%. And I think, man, we just, I think our generation is more poised to kind of go out and try things. Oh, yeah, sure. And not be afraid about, you know, reti- I talked to a guy, 63 years old yesterday, and he's his big thing was retirement retirement retirement, retirement. Mm-hmm. so he maxed them as much as he could in his retirement account for like 36 years mm-hmm. now he's talking about doing some stuff in real estate <laughs> because he you know recently changed jobs and you yeah. know got some money to roll over but i mean that that was the mindset and that was That's true what was taught back then now it's like look man if i can make this meal or you know hit it big and whatever i'm trying to do yeah. my retirement is straight gotcha and i'm not necessarily worried about you know, investing in four hundred and one k's, and stock yeah. markets, and mutual funds long term, because I'm putting all my energy into what I'm doing now that'll take care of me long at term. that point. Yeah. But but go out and try it, man. Like there's do. somebody doing what you want to do. No doubt about it. Find them, connect with them, and see how they got there.
1: That's it. You know, and I often say a key little word as simple as this: imitate until you can innovate. Bottom line: imitate till you can innovate. Find that body that somebody's. Copy what they're doing, learn, you do it, and as you learn and grow, you put your twist, your spin, and one day will look like you and not them.
0: Yeah, because I, I tell you, man, people will help more than you know. All that's you true. have to do is ask.
1: That's it. That's
0: All it. you have to do is ask.
1: You know, in my generation, we thought it was one pie, and if I help you get a slice of that pie, that's less for me. Whereas now, folks, your generation is thinking it's it's unlimited money. So, therefore, helping other people to help yourself, it ain't a problem. No,
0: not at all. Because, I mean, by by me exposing you to it, you're going to unearth more opportunities for me in, mm-hmm. in in actuality. I agree. You know, so, yeah, yeah I, man, it, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Just asking people for help. Well, hey, how do you do such and such? You're right.
1: I and mean, my last thing, I think bridging the gap to me really says how to do it. You need to connect with people that are younger, that are older, and be open to learn and I've learned a lot from this guy. and There's even a younger guy behind the camera there because they teach me more than I teach them. But I got to be willing to learn. My generation sometimes does not want to learn. Big mistake and vice versa. So get some people who don't think like you right now who are from a different generation. My whole perspective has changed because of people less than 40. And I'm a priestess so of dude.
0: Thank you so much, man. I appreciate, appreciate you, man. Yeah, man. Yes, sir. Well, that's it for episode 38. I'm your host, Councilor Glenn. Hey, William V. Thompson. Till next time.